Okay, good afternoon everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Bruchem Abam to the network of uh, Agar de Pirka Koilulim. Uh, today we're going to speak about a subject relevant not only to this week's Parsha, Parsha's Vayechi and the Parshas we've been reading, but also connected to Asar Bateves, which is uh, tomorrow. Now, Megillus Tainus tells us that Asara Bateves is not the only significant day on the Jewish calendar, even in, during this time of the year. The Asara, the Megillus Tainus says, Megillus Tainus was written by Hananiah ben Chizkiah, and it's the earliest recorded Tarshavah Peh. He says that on the month of Teves, there are three days that Sadiqim fast. The eighth of Teves, the Torah was translated into Greek. On the, the 8th of Teves, and darkness descended to the world for three days. On the 9th of Teves, loy kasu alma. The rabbis did not write what happened. On the 10th of Teves, Nebuchadnezzar surrounded the walls of Yushalayim and uh, threatened to destroy it. And it's interesting because as late as the Beis Yosef, the Beis Yosef says that we don't know what happened on on the ninth of Teves, the Beis Yosef writes in Simon Tav Kofpei, Loi Noida Ezehi Hatzar She'iraba. We don't exactly know what happened on this day. However, the Magen Avram and the Taz says, if you look in the Piyutim of the Slichais that we say on the tenth of Teves, the ninth of Teves, that is today, is the Petira of Ezra HaSlefer. By the way, the Sfardim have a different uh, approach, and they say that Ezra's yard site is the tenth of Teves. Others say, Rab Aaron of Lunil, he says in the Archais Chaim that the ninth of Teves is the yard site of Nehemiah ben Chaklaya. And we're going to, uh, we're going to uh, a- analyze this and perhaps present a new approach today. But let's begin with the following question. You know, when it comes to the other Tanais, and let's say Shavasabatamas, so the Mishnah says in the end of Tainis that five tragedies happened on Shiva Asabatamas. The Luchais were broken, and is the day of the Ched Ha'egel, and on Shiva Asabatamas they, they breached the walls of Yerushalayim, and Apas Yamas, uh, burnt a Torah, Vehemet Salam Beheichal. Five different tragedies happened. Batla HaTamid. Five different tragedies happened on Asabatamas. The walls were breached, the Torah was burnt, the Tzalem was put up in the Heichal, the Tamid stopped being brought. So all of these tragedies happened on Shiva Asabatamos, as if Shiva Asabatamos was a lightning rod of tragedy, that all the tragedies should happen on that day. We find similarly on Tishabav, five tragedies happened on Tishabav. First Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, second Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, Beitar was destroyed. Tornus Rufus plowed over the Heichal. It's the day of the Ched Hamaraglim. And interestingly, when it comes to Asar Bateves, all of these tragedies did not all occur on Asar Bateves. They occurred around the time of Asar Bateves. The eighth is the Petira, uh, the, the Torah translated into Greek. And the eighth or the ninth was the Yard side of Ezra, the yard side of Nehemiah, on the tenth was the day that Yerushalayim was surrounded. But 
Why was it that all of these tragedies did not occur at the same time? How come, when it comes to Shabbat Shabbat they all happened on the same day? On Tishabav, they all happened on the same day. And when it comes to Asar Bateves, they happened like basically around the same time and the same proximally. Why didn't they all happen at exactly the same time? Why wasn't Asar Bateves the lightning rod that Shabbat Shabbat and Tishabav was? This is the question of the Chassam Seifer. And let's look at another Pasuk. Let's look at the Pasuk in the Navi that describes the day of Asar B'tevis. The Navi says, Ben Adam, son of man, Kisav Lecha is Eshem Hayoim. Write the name of the day. Es Etzem Hayoim Hazeh. The very essence of the day. Samach Melech Bavel El Yishalayim. The king of Bavel approached Jerusalem. Be Etzem Hayoim Hazeh on that very day. It's a very interesting Pasuk. The Navi is commanded to write the name of the day. And then he's commanded to write the essence of the day. And then he said, on the essence of the day. What, what's the difference between the name of the day and the essence of the day? Let's bring another question. All Tanisim commemorate Jewish tragedy, but we always have to look back at the root. Why do tragic things happen on a particular day? There was a sin that was committed on that day that sort of seared into the essence of that day, that that day should be a day of misfortune. So let's start with Shiva Asabatamas. Yeah, we know many tragedies happened in Shiva Asabatamas. The, wall, the walls were breached, and the Tumid stopped being brought, and the, the Torah was burnt, and the Selim was put up. Very good. But why did all these things happen in Shiva Asabatamas? What did we do wrong that all these tragedies happened in Shiva Asabatamas? The answer is we go back to the source. That that day was the day of the Chid Ho'egel. Right? We know the Pasuk says in Tehillim, Vayamiru es kvoidam betavnes shar oichel esef. When talking about the Chid Ho'egel, it says that the, they exchange God in the image of an ox that eats grass. Why do I need to know that the ox ate grass? Darizal says esef is not the diet of the ox. Esef is the date the, the ox was uh, made. Namely, esef, shiva, asar, betamos. So the the reason why all of these misfortunes happened on Shabbat Shabbatamos is because that was a day of sin. What sin? The Chet Ho'egel. So because of the Chet Ho'egel, it's seared onto that day that that day should be a day of misfortune. Same thing with Tishabav. We know first base of Mishra Sorry, second base of Mishra Sorry, Beitar, Tornus Rufus. Fine. But why? Why was it such a day of misfortune? The answer is because there was an Avera. There was the Chet of the Miraglim, and they cried for naught. But why did these tragedies happen on Asar B'tavis? What did we do wrong on Asar B'tavis that Asar B'tavis should be a day of misfortune? I mean, even Sam Gedalia, Sam Gedalia, we committed a terrible sin. We murdered the Gadol Adar, we murdered Gedalia. But what Avera was done on Asar B'tavis that because of that sin, it became a day of misfortune. So all of these uh, questions are are uh, discussed by the Chassam Soifer in his Drush for the uh, Zion Tevis. Says the Chassam Soifer on the Pasuk, Soif, Ben Adam, Soif l'cha Hashem hayoyim, es etzem hayoyim hazeh, Samach melech bavel yishayim be'etzem hayoyim hazeh. Says the Chassam Soifer, V'yesh li diok ha'kefel, Shem hayoyim ve'etzem hayoyim. Why does the Torah, why does the Pasuk speak in uh, such verbo- verbose terminology, 
Shem Hayom, Etzem Hayom. Also, Vagam Beseifa, at the end of the Pasuk, Shavak L'Shem Hayom, it stops talking about the name of the David Tavas, Be'etzem Hayom, Azesamach Balach Badam. What's Etzem Hayom? What's Yitzumai Shalyom? Furthermore, Asach Sam Sober says, to answer this, we need to investigate Chakir Achas. Liashiv Zen, Nachkar Chakir Achas, Vuhu, Kiroinu, Hey, Dvar Amiru Savasim Yudzayim Thomas. Five things happened that shows with Thomas. Hey, B'Tishabav. Therefore, the Gemara says, why did all these things happen on one day? Megalgalin, Zechusliyam, Zakai, V'choveliyam, Chayev. So why is it that on the 10th of Teves, that many tragedies happened before it? On the 8th day of Teves, Nechemia ben Chaklaya was, was uh, passed away. And the Torah was written in Greek. And on the ninth day, Ezra passed away. And they didn't happen exactly on the 10th. Why did the tragedies happen around the 10th? But not exactly on the... What happened to Megalgal and Choyv, Leoim Chayiv? Why when it comes to all the other tragedies, they happened exactly on that day? And when it comes to Asar Bateves, they happened basically on that day. Furthermore, Bishlama Shavasavatamos... Klai Yisrael did not vera. They sinned with the Egel. Tishabav, we sinned with the Meraglim. The third day of Tishrei, we killed Gedalia. That's the terrible Chet. But the tenth day of Ateves, what Shemetz Dovara, what even semblance of Avera did we do on that day? That the king of Bavel should surround the city. Says Achsam Soifer, here's the thing. Avala Inyan Ki'ein Hazman HaChodesh Gorm the day of the month is not the cause of the tragic Zman of Asar Teves. There's nothing significant about the 10th of Teves. It's rather the number of days into the year that Asar Teves is. Rak Misbar Hayomim from Rosh Hashanah until the 10th day of Teves in a year. Now in Hashana Chaseira, both Cheshvan and Kislev are Chaser. Then the 10th day of Teves is the 98th day of the year. 30 days of Tishrei. Cheshvan Kislev 29-29. 10 days into Teves. Teves is the 98th day of the year in Hashanah Chaser where Cheshvan and Kislev are Chaser. And that's the 98th day from Rosh Hashanah. What's the significance of 98? There are 98 Klolos in the Teichachah. The 98th day of the year is the Yom HaKlala, the Yom HaToychacha. Now, since it's not dependent on the day of the month, but the day of the year, therefore the 98th day of the year is Muchan Leperonios. It's the Yom, the Yom Chayiv is not the 10th of Teves, the Yom Chayiv is the 98th day of the year. The Nafkamina is, in a regular year, that the 98th day is the 9th of Teves. So in the year that Ezra Soifer passed away on the 9th. So on that day, in that in 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 a regular year, where Cheshvan and Kislev were not both Chaser. So then Ezra Soifer passed away on the 90th day. That was the 9th of Teves. And in a Shana Shlema, that they were both Shalem, then the 90th day of the year was the 8th day of Teves. And that was the day that Nehemiah died. And that was the day that they translated the Torah into Greek. 
So Ezra died on the ninth in a regular year, where one was Chaser and one was Malay. And Nehemia passed away on the eighth day, on a day that they were both uh, Malay. So in some years, the 98th is the 10th of Teves. In some years, it's the 9th of Teves. In some years, it's the 8th of Teves. So in the year that they translated the Torah into Greek, both months were Malay. This is what Hashem told Yechezkel. Don't write the day of the month. Kesoiv lecha es etzem ayoy the essence of the day. Umisparoi. Don't say Yoima Kogarm. Don't say it's the tenth of the month that caused it. It's Itsumai, the Misbar. You know why Nebuchadnezzar chose that day to surround Yerushalayim? It's because it was the day of Klala. So let's go back to the Pasuk. Ben Adam, Write the name of the day. But don't write the tenth of Tevis. Write the 98th day of the year. Because when Nebuchadnezzar made a chesed, what day to surround Yushalayim, he surrounded it on the 98th day of the year. So this is an incredible idea, really the same way when it comes to Tisha B'Av. And when it comes to Shabbat Sabatamas, we say, We apply the same phenomenon to Asar B'Teves, namely Asar B'Teves is a specific day, not a month calendar date, but rather a day of the year, the 98th day of the year. It's the, and what's significant about the number 98? There are 98 klalois in the Teichacha. So, in terms of answering the Chesam Sofer's question, what Avera occurred on Asar B'Teves, similar to Tishabav, similar to Shavu Asar B'Tamos, what occurred on Asar B'Teves? Nothing. So why is it a day of misfortune? It is the day designated for Toichacha. The number 98 is a very uh, ominous number. We're going to come back and offer a novel answer to the Chassam Seifer's question. Let's make the following observation. And this is an observation uh, of Rav Asher Weiss I once saw in his book on Chumash. And that is of all the narratives in Sefer Bereshis, it is a story of Yosef that is discussed in greatest length. Avraham Avinu, all he gets is Lech Lecha, Vayera, Eshtikol Chaye Sara, two and a half hours. Yitzchak gets Toldois. Yaakov, what does he get? Eh, Yaakov Avinu gets Toldois, Vayetze, Vayeshev, Eshtikol Vayigash. Yosef's the star. Vayeshev, Miketz, it's the longest story in the Torah. Why does Yosef get more press than even the Avais HaKadoshim? Let's move on to another Medrash. There's a Medrash quoted by Rabbeinu Bechaye in this week's Parsha. says Rabbeinu Bechaye that why did Chazal say that uh, Parsha's Vayechi, it's an impossible Parsha to... Uh, to find, if you're a Balkari, especially in Sefer Torah, we use an Arshul, we have very uh, small letters, the Balkari can't even find Vayechi, because not only aren't there four, uh, not only doesn't Vayechi begin on the next line, it doesn't even begin uh, with a space, it it doesn't even look like the next Pasuk, it begins like the next word, Yamim Rabim Vayechi Yaakov, so Chazal say Yaakov wanted to reveal the Kates, and uh, he couldn't. But Rabin Bechaye has a little bit of a different version of this. Says Rabin Bechaye, you know why Yaakov wanted to reveal the Kates to his children? 
because he looked at the names of his children, Ruvain, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, and Yaakov realized, hey, there's no ches or tes in their names. Yehuda, Dan, Naphtali, God, Asher, Yosef. Hey, what happened to the ches? What happened to the tes? There's no ches and tes. Oh, they have no chet. They have no chet. I could be Megala the Kates. And just as he was about to be Megala the Kates, Yaakov says, oh, wait a second. Not only is there no ches and tes, there's no kuf and sadi either. And therefore, Yaakov Avinu did not reveal the Kates to his children. Now, the first question we have to ask is, what? That's Yaakov Avinu really was about to be Megala because he saw there's no Ches and Tes and then he realized there's no Kuf and Sadi. The same time that he realized there's no Ches and Tes, he should have known there's no Kuf and Sadi. What, what was that moment in time that he said, hey, there's no Ches and Tes, but there is a Kuf and Sadi? I mean, at the same exact moment he saw there's no Ches and Tes, he should have known right away there's no Kuf and Sadi. What was... What, what was his Havamina? Second of all, and this is also a very important question, that's not what Chazal say. Chazal don't, does, um, don't say that Yaakov Inu wanted to Megalicates, but he decided not to because he saw there was no Kuf and Sadi. Chazal say that, that God took it away from him that he couldn't access it. He didn't know when it was. It wasn't because they had no kuf and sadi. It's because Hashem hid it from him. Rashi says in uh, Vayigash that when Yosef HaTzadik was... when Yaakov Avinu heard that Yosef was uh, ripped apart, the Shekhinah left him. And then when the... When Yaakov Inu heard the good news, Vatichi Ruach Yaakov Avihem, Rashi says, Shars Alav Shechina, Shapir Shemenu. The Shechina rested on him that had separated from him. The Gemara tells him, Sech Psachim, Rav Shimon ben Lakish said, Yaakov called all his sons and he said, I'm going to gather and tell you, Yaakov wanted to Megala the case. And the Shechina left. He said, Oh, oh. Maybe uh, just like Avram had a Yishmael, just like Yitzhak and Esau, maybe I have uh, a bad, a bad uh, apple over here. Chazram Yishmael tells him Psul. Kavram Shazam Yishov. Yitzhak Shazam Esau. Amrulai Banov. His kid said Shema Yisrael. Herzachayim Tata. Listen up, Yaakov. I, by the way, look in the MS Yaakov in this week's parsha. How could the Shvatim call Yaakov by his first name? Shema Yisrael! Listen, Yisrael! You can't call your father by his name. And they said, Just like you believe in one God, we believe in one God. We're all tzaddikim, we're all yireim Mushlemim. So what's going on over here? The, the Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says the reason Yaakov didn't say the case is because they have no kufen sadi. And the Gemara says God took it away from him. So which one was it? Rabbi said, here's the idea. When does the Shekhinah rest on Yaakov? And when does it not rest on Yaakov? When does the Shekhinah rest on the Jewish people? When does it not rest on the Jewish people? What is the prerequisite for Shekhinah? The answer is God does not rest on any individual. God does not associate with individuals. 
God only deals with the nation of Israel. And Hashem only deals with us when we are one entity, when we are Ba'achdos. Vayihi bishurun melech When is God our king? When we're one. So you say, uh-oh, Houston, we've got problems. God is only with the Jewish people when there's Achdos? Yeah. Guess what? Wake up. That's why we're in trouble for the last 2,000 years. Because the Shekhinah is not on us. Because the Shekhinah says, it's very nice, you have this group and that group and this type and that type, but you guys don't get together. So when you guys get yourselves together, give me a buzz and I'll come return. In the meantime, I'm up in the Shamayim and you guys, you fight out your own battles and when you uh, figure out how to get along, then let me know. And we still haven't let God know for the last 2,000 years. As says Rukitzvah Kaisek Chaber, in his uh, Sefer Siach Yitzchak, in his Drush for Parsha Shkolem, he says, Yadua shekal mamad umatzav uma Yisraelisu kishayish achdus b'Yisrael. We know the Jewish people only have stability and are only an entity when we're together. This is the meaning of the matter which we just read. That Yaakov Avinu was going to tell us the kates, and the Shechino left him. But we said, no, don't worry. Shema Yisrael, Shema Lekeinu Hashem Achad. How did that address the Shechino that left Yaakov? The answer is, the entity called Klal Yisrael is in the image of Adam Shalem, is in the image of the primordial Adam Arishain, which is composed of many Evarim, and many Gidim, many limbs, many sinews, and just like, here's the thing, the hand is not the foot, is not the eye, is not the heart. The same thing with Klal Yisrael. There are different components. You could have different streams, you could have different minhagim, you could have different mesoiros, you could have different communities, you could have different avenues of serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Perhaps some are more fundamental and others less so. But in the body you have the same thing and they're all needed and they're all part of one entity. As long as everybody agrees that the yeshiva needs the chesed organization, needs the shul, needs the rosh yeshiva, need rabbonim, need balabatim, need balei tshuva, need gerim, we all need each other. As long as we understand that we all are reliant on each other, I need your avodah Hashem, you need whatever I have to offer, and together we compose something called Klal Yisrael. But the moment we say, look, I'm able to accomplish all that I need to do in terms of Hashem, nobody needs you, so then we're fragmented, and God says, when you guys get it together, give me a buzz. So the entity of Klal Yisrael is like an Adam, Derech Mashal. If the hands don't help the body eat or brush their teeth, the body can't survive. If the heart doesn't want to help out the rest of the body, the body can't survive. The same thing with Klal Yisrael. We all have different components of Kedusha, and every member of Klal Yisrael is essential to make up the main body upon which Hashem will rest the Shekhinah. Therefore Chazal say, anyone who saves the life of one Jew, it's like he saved the whole world. Why is that? Because Klal Yisrael needs every single Jew, and if one Jew is missing, and one Jew is sort of outcast, the whole Klai Yisrael suffers. When Klai Yisrael is bi'ava uvi'achva, 
and we're all dedicated for the good of Klal Yisrael, then we are vital, we are healthy in Hashem Resonance. Now, we know that the entity of Klaiso is dependent on the individual called Yaakov Avinu. And Yaakov Avinu is, in a way, called Kale. Like the Gemara Megillah says, Hashem called Yaakov Kale. That when Hashem is called Eleke Yisrael, that the Shechina is among us, then the Neshama of Yaakov Avinu sort of as mayor into the whole entity of Klal Yisrael. Okay, so watch this. Says the Rabbi Yitzhak Isaac Chaver, who is a Talmud of Ramnach Mendel of Shklov, a Talmud of the Goyim. When there is period Levavos between the Shvatim, and they sold ya- a Yosef to Mitzrayim, so now you don't have 12 Shvatim, you have 11 and 1. Oh, so God says, so you guys are fragmented. No problem, Yaakov. Have a great day. It's been really nice being close to you. And you're a really swell av. And you're one of the Markave, you're one of the legs of the Markava. But the thing is, I can't rest on, you know, groups of people. I can only rest on the entity of Klal Yisrael. And the entity of Klal Yisrael is non-existent. Because 11 of your kids sold the other. So Yaakov Avinu had a part, the Shechina had to leave him. And then, when Yaakov got the news that Yosef was alive... The Shechina returned to Yaakov, because, not because Yaakov was happy. We think, uh, Yaakov was sad, so the Shechina left. Now Yaakov is happy, so the Shechina came back. No, that's what they taught you in kindergarten. But that's not what it means, says the Siach Yitzchak. When Yosef was sold, Klal Yisrael is fragmented. When they're fragmented, God doesn't rest on Yaakov. When Yaakov is told Yosef's alive, he doesn't know that they sold him. He thought he got, you know, he must have gotten lost and they found him. So now, Kal Yisrael is whole again, so God is uh, going to rest on Yaakov Avinu. Vatechi Ruach Yaakov Avim. That's what it means, Yaakov Avinu Loimais, that through the entity of Kal Yisrael, Yaakov Avinu continues. Now, here's the deal Yaakov Avinu gathers his children. And he sees them sitting around the bed, and he sees 12 Shvatim, and it looks like they're all together, and they're all one, and they're all getting along, and they all are living in cooperation and mutual respect. So Yaakovino says, okay, great, now I could tell you when the Kates will be. Now the Shechina is with me. But all of a sudden, at that fateful moment, it was revealed to Yaakov Avinu what they did to Yosef. And Yaakov sees them sitting around the bed and he recognizes that this supposed gathering and achdos was not real. It was not genuine. And he looked into the future and Yaakov Avinu looked into our times, the Saif Yamav. And he saw that in the end of days there wouldn't be achdos. And Yaakov cannot reveal when the kates would be. Yaakov Inu did not know when that state of Klal not being Ba'achdos would end. Therefore, the, the Rabbi Yitzhak Isaac Chavar says that Ratzaloymar, Kashar Ba'asifa Achas when they gather together in one union, then I can tell you what will happen. 
Yaakov says, when you don't have the sin of sin aschinam, then the kates will come to be. However, but when sin aschinam pervades, then you will continue to be in Galas, and you will be there a very long time. The, sh- the Shechina that left Yaakov Avinu indicated that in the end of days, there will be this issue of Sinas Chinam. And the Chassam Soifer explains in a similar way. Listen to how he, uh, he approaches this in a really uh, remarkable fashion. Namely, Yaakov Avinu looks at the names of his sons and he sees there's no Ches and there's no Tes. So he figures there's no Chet. What about there's no Kuf and Sadi either? Says the Chassam Soifer. What was his Havamina? Says Chsam Soifer in the Jerusha Ma'agadah's Chsam Soifer. Yaakov Inu knew from the beginning there was no Kuf and Sadi in the names of Yaakov Avinu's sons. But he sees them sitting around his bed and even though there is no Kuf and Sadi, he figures there is an entity that is known as Kivutzas Yisrael. Kivutzas Yaakov. And the word Kivutza has a Kofanatsadi. So even though in no particular name there was a Kofanatsadi, in the collective entity of these twelve Shvatim, there was a Kofanatsadi. And therefore Yaakov Vinu figured they must have some degree of Achdos. He said, He Kovtsu, gather via and I could tell you what will happen at the end of days. And then when the Shekhinah rested on Yaakov, for the first and only time in Yaakov's life, it was revealed to him what they did to Yosef. That Yosef wasn't lost in a forest somewhere and he wasn't sold to Egypt. That it was his own sons, his own brothers that tried to kill him. And Yaakov Avinu saw that this supposed Kivutzas Yisrael was not a genuine reality. And just like they have no Ches and Tes in their name, there's no Kuf and Sadi in their name either. This is not a real Kibbutz. Even though, by the way, the Beis Yosef brings down that the brachas of Shemona Esrei were composed as historic record of the history of the Jewish people. So when Avram Avinu was saved from Or Kazdin, Avram Avinu composed the bracha, Baruch Atah Hashem, Magen Avraham. And when Yitzchak Avinu came back to life at the Akedah, the bracha was composed, Baruch Atah Hashem, Hamesim. And when all the brothers gathered in Mitzrayim as one unit, they composed the bracha, Mekabetz, Nidchei Amoy Yisrael, that to a degree they were a kibbutz, but nevertheless, says Achsam Soifer, Yaakov Inu saw that this was a soon-to-be severed kibbutz, that this unity of the Jewish people would not last long, and ultimately would be the main cause of Jewish suffering throughout the long and the bitter galos. And Yaakov Inu says, I can't tell you when the Geula will come so long as this problem persists in Klal Yisrael. Now let's come back to the number 98 because the number 98 is very significant. We know that there are 98 Klalos in the Teichacha. And when were these Klalos in the Teichacha fulfilled? When did they occur? When were they Niskayim? The Chidah brings down that the Klalois of the Toichacha were Neskayim in the Bayis Shani. Because the second base of was destroyed because of Sinas Chinam. 
Gematria 98. We suffered the 98 Klolois in the times of the second Beis HaMikdash because of Sinas Chinam. And therefore, says the Chida, the Navi Yishaya tells us, Ki Hashem Chinam Nimkartem Literally means, you guys weren't sold. For free, you were sold. Therefore, you can't be redeemed for money. If someone is sold for money, he could be bought back. If someone is sold not for money, then money is not the price. This Pasuk refers to the destruction of the second base of Mikdash. Chinam nimkartem. You weren't sold because of sin. The reason why the base of Mikdash was destroyed is not because you wore shotness. It's not because you ate trape. It's not because you ate worms. It's not because any particular sin. You were sold because of sinas chinam. Therefore, you won't be redeemed for money. Money refers to mitzvahs. Oyev, kesef. Lo yizba, kesef. One who loves money won't be satisfied by money. One who loves mitzvahs won't be satisfied by mitzvahs. If you were exiled because of Avera, you could be redeemed because of mitzvahs. But if you're exiled because of sinas chinam, you could daven long. And you could learn a lot of Torah. You could learn... Amud Yoimi, Daf Yoimi, Daf Ashavua, Mishnabura Yoimis, Nach Yoimi, Tanya Yoimi. You can learn uh, Agar de Pirka Yoimis also. Don't, won't do anything. Mashiach will remain standing on that donkey and the donkey won't move. You know why? Because you weren't redeemed, you weren't exiled because of Avera. You're exiled of Sinaschinam. And therefore you only be redeemed because of Avaschinam. And therefore, Chinam is 98. Says the Chida, Chinam Nimkartem Lebikasem Tigaelu. This refers since the second message was just because of Sinas Chinam. Before the Gula happens, we, we will need to be Ba'achdas. 98 is a remez to Sinas Chinam. Now, Marvra Abaisai, we just said there's nothing significant about the 10th day of Teves. It's not the 10th day of Teves, it's the 98th day of the year, the day of the Toichacha, which when both months are chasar, then it gets you to the eighth day of Teves. If they're both Malay, it gets you to the tenth day. And if one is Malay and Malay, one is chasar, it's the ninth. What's the connection between Sinas Chinam then and Asar Teves? This is astounding. Reb Shloyma Fisher, who uh, was... Um, the great Goin, the author of Beis Yishai, who was Nifter just very recently, he has an amazing revelation. And I believe this would be a very novel answer to the Chassam Surfer's question. We asked, what Avera was done on Asar B'teves that seared it as a day of punishment? We know Shavas HaBetamuz is the Ched HaEgel. And Tishvav the Ched HaMaraglim says the Shoyresh Yishai, he would suggest Asara B'teves is the day of Mechiras Yosef. It's the day of the sale of Joseph. And according to the way we're setting it up, how eerie, how haunting it is that the day of Chinam, 98, the day of Sinas Chinam, is the day of Mechiras Yosef. Now, says the Shor Shishai, what basis is there that Mechiras Yosef happened on Asara B'teves? Well, he says, had I not been afraid to say it, I would say, here's the remez. The remez is, 
that when they sold Yosef, they shechted a gedi, and the mazel of teves is gedi. A friend of mine, Rabbi Yosef Deutscher, pointed out that in the slichos of Asar Bateves, one of the phrases that we will say is, we were taroif taraf, we were torn apart. Which is also telling that, and according to this, this answers Sam Seifer's question, what Avera did we do on Asar Bateves that sort of seared this as a day of tragedy? Well, there are three main Averos in the Chumash. Ched Amaraglim is Tishabah. Ched HaEgel is Shavas HaBatamaz. And Mechiras Yosef is Asar Bateves. But says the Chida, the same way 98 is Gematria Chinam, 98 has a good Gematria. Nagila. Nagila is 98. As we know, all of the Tanesim will be transformed for Klal Yisrael Soim Haravi, Soim Hachamishi, Soim Hashvi, Vitsoim Hasiri, Yia Lebeis Yehuda, Lasasoin Ula Simcha Ula Mayadim Toivim. That the fast of the tenth month of Teves will be transformed in from Chinam ninety-eight into Nagila, Venisma Chavach will be a day of rejoicing. And amazingly, all the steps of Mashiach are created on the Tanisim. We know that Bayaz and Rus conceived Oyved on Shiva Sabatamaz. We know Mashiach is born on Tishabav, says Rabbi Anasanai Bishitz. Well, if Mashiach is born on Tishabav, Mashiach is conceived seven months earlier. Asara Bateves. So while Asara Bateves is the day of Chinam, 98, and Toy it's also the day of Nogila, the day of the the day of celebration and salvation on the conception of Mashiach. I saw this morning another very interesting thing. Some suggest that the ninth day of Teves, another ominous thing occurred. Namely, if you look in Megillas Esther, Megillas Esther, it says that Esther was taken to the king's palace Says the Ramah that even though Megillah's Tainus says we don't know what happened on the ninth day of Teves, Esther Hamalka was taken to the house of Achashverosh on the ninth day of Teves. And Esther Amalka passed away on the ninth day of Teves. But in the context of the story of the Megillah that she was taken on the ninth day of Teves, we know Haman said to Achashverosh, Yeshnoi Amechad, Mefuzar, Umefoyrad, Bein Ho'amen. And this has been the story of Jewish life for 2,000 years. Since the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, uh, which because of Sinas Chinam, what the Chavetz Chaim says, was uh, mainly manifest through the Avera of Lashon Hara. We've been in this mess because we haven't corrected the problem of Asara Bateves, of Chinam, the 98th day of the year, which the Chavaz Chaim writes, and if we don't fix this problem, we will continue to be 
in the mess. Ad Masai Hia Begoyla, says the Chafetz Chaim. How much longer do we have to be here? We will continue to be here, says the Chafetz Chaim, until we correct that problem. Says Hagoyin Rav Weiss, now we understand why the story that occupies the most real estate in the whole Chumash is Yosef, Mechiras Yosef. And the reason is because the story of Yosef is the most relevant episode for the future and the history of the Jewish people. Because Yosef's story has the greatest relevance to our own lives. It was the baseless hatred between the brothers that ultimately led to their descent to Egypt where their children were enslaved and tortured for hundreds of years. And many generations later, punishment was again exacted and Rabbi Akiva and Einfeldtum were executed to atone. We conclude Sefer Bereshis and the narrative of the lives of the Avais with this one crucial message. And that is, this story, the longest story in the Chumash, is the story of the life of Klal Yisrael for 2,000 years. And until we could get to Egypt, redeem our brother, and stand together, we will continue to be in this matzav. But we hope that we uh, take the lesson of Yosef to heart, and we hope we can find in the Gullus the wherewithal to rescue our brother, so to speak, and stand before Avinu, and be able to say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Aleikeinu Hashem Echad. And then Yisrael Saba will finally tell us, He kevtsu v'ashmiel achem, Eisasha Yikra Eschem, v'acharis hayamim. Kshor b'zoicha, v'tsoim ho'asiri yia, l'beis Yehuda, l'sasoin, l'simcha, l'mayadim taivim. Have an easy tainus and a great day. Kol tov. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much. Bye-bye. I really, I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you.